0: Get ready, because Aging Starts Now. Welcome to Aging
1: Starts Now. This is episode number 50. I'm Barbara McGinnis, and today we're going to be talking about the Yellow Dot program that is, um, in my mind, something new from the Tennessee Department of Transportation, and we have guest John Hall. Uh, who is the Motorist Information Coordinator for Tennessee Department of Transportation. Good morning, John.
2: Good morning. How are you doing, Barb?
1: I'm doing well, thank you. So would you tell us what is the Yellow Dot program and why folks should be excited about it?
2: Okay, just real simple. What the Yellow Dot program is, it's designed to provide first responders. Now, who are first responders? If you were involved in a crash out on a state route, on the interstates, someplace like that, if you're just driving around and not your fault, somebody hit you. But if first responders are called to the scene, those are police officers, fire department, medical personnel, with a yellow dot in your back window from our yellow dot program, they will know that they can go and get information out of your glove box and be better able to help you should you have some type of medical issue that they need to be aware of. That is down and dirty, the very simple part of the program. Now, we can talk, and I'm sure we will, about other aspects and how this can get going and why and all this other stuff and what do I need. But that is it at its simplest form.
1: And I'm excited about it because yes, it it does that. It's uh, quick communication for first responders in the event that you were in a wreck and you couldn't speak for yourself, mm-hmm. but. It's low tech. It's easy to use. Unless the car is on fire or something, it's going to be right there for them to get it. And if you are a person on blood thinners or diabetic or have a seizure disorder, some sort of diagnosis where it could be you know, essential to you receiving appropriate care quickly, or if you, well, you're probably not driving if you have dementia, but you know, even if that's it, you, you can have it in in, in your car, right?
2: Well, Bob, um, here's, here's the thing, Barb. Uh, so, a patient with dementia mm-hmm. may not be driving, but they may be going to the doctor on a regular basis with someone who drives them there, the same person over and over again. Well, if that vehicle is involved in a crash, if the dementia patient has a yellow dot packet in the glove box and the first responders arrive, that's one of the first things they'll be able to find out is that, oh, this person has dementia, they have these issues, they're on these medications, this is how I help them. And then if the driver has the same thing, it would take two packets in your glove box, Mm -hmm. but then they can also get help. Um, uh, You know, a dementia patient may not, if if the dependent dementia patient is not injured or incapacitated, but the driver is, they may not be able to tell the um, responders what the issues may be with this other person. But in right. the glove box, if they have one, it's there. And you're right, it is very low-tech. Uh, one of the things we're asked a lot is if there's a form that's involved. Um, and in that, with that form, it does ask a lot of questions that some people don't really feel comfortable sharing what medications are you on? What is your medical history? Mm -hmm. Those types of things. People are very weary of sharing that information. They don't want want it to be just out there. Well, we don't collect that information. They fill out the form, put it back in the packet, stick the packet in their glove box. They are there. The responders will see it. The responders are the ones who need the information. And and that's it. It doesn't go onto some database somewhere. It is on a piece of paper, very low-tech. The first word processor, a piece of paper and a pen.
1: Right, right. So uh, how long has this program been in existence?
2: It launched in 2012. And uh, We've been at it ever since, and uh, when it first started, and, and we still talk about it in terms of seniors, mm-hmm. and so it was a program kind of aimed at seniors, but it has evolved. Um, the program's for anyone who has a medical situation that first responders would need to know about, and that is for babies all the way up to the most elder person driving in a vehicle or riding in a vehicle today. Uh, It is wide open, but we started it in 2012. So we've been at it now just eh, almost 20 years. I think if you do the math, we started late 2020 uh, or late 2012, somewhere we've been at it for about eight years, moving into our ninth.
1: Oh, that's just fascinating. Uh, And I feel negligent in not knowing that the program existed until recently. We had another uh, guest on a podcast, a physician in town. And she mentioned this program and it's absolutely the first I'd ever heard about it. So I'm saying you guys are keeping this a secret.
2: Well, we're, we're trying not to, Um, (laughs) but the, the, the issue is um, we have basically the budget that we have goes to printing out the brochures, Mm -hmm. uh, printing the, the uh, documents and things like that, that go into the folder. And of course, printing the yellow dot. Um, That's the key. A lot of people go, why do you call it the yellow dot program when you're just talking to them about it? Mm -hmm. Well, We can't show it to you today, but it is about a two-inch wide, maybe a little bit more than that, maybe two-and-a-half-inch wide circle yellow dot. And it does have uh, Tennessee. uh, It has the yellow dot program on it. It has uh, the kind of international medical emblem on there just so that folks know, okay, when the first responders arrive. And and there is a place to put it on your vehicle. Um, Rear window window well Lower, because because left.
1: first responders need they need some sort of signal um, mm-hmm. to look in the glove box, I actually have one on my car because when i when I heard about this, I thought it was such a great idea uh, i don 't have any chronic medical diagnosis. I think that 's important for a first responder to know too if I had some sort of head injury or something in a car in a car wreck. They need to know that I'm basically a very healthy 56-year-old woman and that anything they see wrong with me is a result of that incident. It's not because I have a medical history.
2: That's true. But Barb, let me, let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you have any allergies? No. No allergies. Well, then you're blessed. Yes. Um, there are those of us who are allergic to certain things. And the medical responders are trained to know that if you have this type of allergy, then this type of medication, which might be my first go-to medication, I should not give to you. Because let's say you have an egg allergy. Um, I have a grandson who has a, an egg allergy. Mm-hmm. Um, they Some medicine has egg in it to kind of bind it together. They may not want to that might be their go-to. But I can't give it to this child because he has an egg allergy. So I've got to go to number two. Right. So even even if you have allergies, you don't have any chronic uh, problems, but you have allergies. Um, and that's one of the things that we put in there, put down all your allergies, put down any medication that even if it's over the counter, because sometimes if you're taking over-the-counter medication, it may have an interaction with a medication that they'd like to give you. But if they know that, that you're on this over-the-counter medication, then they can go to number two, something that won't interfere
1: and some medicines have a blood thinning um, effect, whether it's what the reason you're taking it or not, and that would be a, a good thing for folks to know, too. Absolutely. So lots of good reasons to do this. It is free, right?
2: Yes, ma'am. It is free. Um, I always kind of, when, whenever I'm doing a, a presentation somewhere, I always kind of explain to people that they've already paid for it. Through you their pay, taxes. Yeah. You pay for it every time you buy a gallon of gas. And uh, that's where Tdot gets our money, and so we have set aside a little pool of money uh, to help fund this program. And so, yes, to you, it is free because you've already bought it, or someone has helped helped you buy it with buying a gallon of gas.
1: Do uh, so. How do you get it though?
2: Okay, um, we have a website, and, and this COVID thing that we've got going on that's that's been a real a real workaround. Um, but we do have a website that you can go to. Now, I could give you the website address, but if I did, uh, you wouldn't be able to write it down fast enough because, as with all things web-oriented, the name of this thing is, you know, like, I don't know, probably about eight inches long if you were to write it out. <laughs> so the best way to find it, I usually say Google as a verb, not necessarily as a noun. Right. But <laughs> go to the web browser of your choice. Doesn't matter which one it is. Go to the web browser of your choice and type into the search bar t dot T-D-O-T, and then the yellow dot, two words, yellow dot, and then program. And we should be the very first that pops up. I've noticed over the last couple of days, I've been, since I knew I was going to be doing this, I've been kind of making sure that our website is up to, uh, up to speed for anybody who might visit it. Um, Every now and then I get an ad right at the very beginning, but then we'd be number two. So make sure that when you go there, it's saying dot, and then yellow dot program, Tennessee Department of Transportation, uh, that you're not clicking on an ad because this program is free. If you click on that ad, they can sell you a, a brochure just like what we would give you, but they're going to charge you for it. We're oh not. My goodness. We're not. We're going to send it to you, and it will be postage paid when we send it to you.
1: Well, I know I didn't have any trouble finding it, and the um, brochures came very, and, and the the little packet, the yellow package that the the questionnaire is housed in, in your car. The, all of that came very quickly, and so one of the things that you have to do though is. Put a fairly current picture of yourself in that little brochure thing that you're going to keep in your glove box. Correct. Um, So be sure that you update that, uh, especially if you're using this for your children. And if you trade cars, remember to get another Mm -hmm. yellow dot or something like that so that uh, it kind of goes along with you. Speaking of going with you, what if you travel into another state? Uh, any of the other states participate in this program?
2: Yes, ma'am. Currently, there are 22 states across the U.S. that have a yellow dot program. Now, the yellow dots don't all look the same. They all go in the same location, but they don't all look the same, but they are a very bright, high-vis yellow Uh, of some sort. Some of them have a ring that goes around it that's got all these different colors. Some of them have like some kind of rendition of the state flag that they're in that goes around it. Uh, But basically, it is a yellow dot and it all goes on the same location. Now, that's 22 states across the country. And um, as far as our neighbors go, uh, that seems to me to be the most important one. We all don't drive across country. But Mm -hmm. we do, if if you're going from, uh, let's just say Nashville to Chattanooga, you have to go to Alabama if you're, I mean, into Georgia if you're on the interstate. So uh, Georgia has one, Alabama has a program, Kentucky, Missouri, North Carolina, and Virginia. Not all of our neighboring states have them, but those. So I didn't do. hear
1: Mississippi, and I didn't hear South Carolina or Arkansas, but most of that's our correct. neighbors do. Yeah.
2: Yes, we have. Okay. We are one of two states in the country, uh, Missouri being the other, that have eight neighboring states, and those are the that's that's the most of any of the other states. Uh, we each have eight, and let's see: one, two, three, four, five, six of ours uh, have a program. Mississippi and Arkansas are the two right now who do not.
1: Yeah. Okay. Anything else we should know about the dot the Yellow Dot program, John?
2: Uh, yes, ma'am. Real quick, um, when you go to our website and you start requesting a brochure, um, they're going to ask you if you, and, this, and some people laugh when I tell them that, especially if I'm in a senior's place, but I always want to make sure that you understand that um, because we have a ton of very active seniors, I would like to include myself in that. And one of the ways I say that is I ride a motorcycle. We have a, uh, a motorcycle dot. It's a smaller dot, and we can tell you where you probably should put it. Most people don't say, you know, you buy a motorcycle, you you customize it to the way you want it. And I don't want to put a yellow dot on my motorcycle because the motorcycle. I mean, it doesn't have a windshield. It might have a windshield, but it doesn't have a rear window. Mm-hmm. So where do I put it? Um, so we can help you with that. Uh, all you have to do is call the numbers that are on the brochure. If you request a motorcycle dot, and we'll help you figure out where to put that dot on your bike. Um, so we have that as well. Um, I just encourage everyone. Don't, don't worry about this, sharing your information. That's my big, big key is if you are incapacitated and cannot communicate for yourself, you've already done so. If you have this brochure with you, so.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, that all of that makes sense. I think this is um, a fabulous program. We'll certainly do our part in spreading the word. And I thank you for spending time with us this morning. That's it for episode 50 of Aging Starts Now. I hope our listeners continue to tune in and listen to new information about things that impact older adults. Thanks.